TikTok Roundup, we take a look at current events from the lens and perspective of Tiki Taki. We break that down and Ricky Bias relates that directly back to your world, one video clip at a time. Please welcome Ricky Bias. All right. Still getting these links up, but let's look, let's look at that first one and see what we got going on here. This one is called These Zordi. Oh, man, I really got to work on these names. Let's see what D Zordi has to say. Check it out. So I'm, I'm not even joking. I actually got locked in Universal Studios. All right. So I found my way into Gringotts. And the lights are still on. He's inside Universal. Yeah, he is. <laughs> There's no one there. Nope. No way. No way. I didn't know they left all the electricity on all night. Um, they do. They do because people come in at night to clean and do maintenance, so they leave everything on 24-7, to be honest. Yeah, we did it. Yeah. I'm just waiting for a security guard to get me. Or you could just walk out. That's still open. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Not one single person. Yeah. Empty. I don't know why the sound is going And it's weird. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize that the park was closing. Liar. And I'm stuck. So everything was fine. Mm-hmm. Here's a few pictures that I took along the way. Um, they escorted me out. Yeah. And that was that. Yeah. <laughs> you can't look. For the people who have, haven't been to Universal lately, they are really good at letting people know with park closes at this time, there's a fireworks event at the middle of the lagoon at X time right at closing. They let everybody know that. And what security guards do, they do a sweep from, and after the events from the back of the park, sweeping everything forward. Now, there are some people that as long as they make it on the ride by the time before the park closes, as long as they're in line, they're going to still be there. Um, to be able to ride the ride, you just have to be in the line by the time the park closes. And this, uh, that's right. Then you get the uh, last person go through. Security guard comes in. My money is this guy snuck into either the bathroom or stall or was in the bushes somewhere to do this clip. There's no way they forgot about him. No way. It's kind of crazy to think that the bulk of of current events this week is a guy being locked in Universal. I think we've got some other clips coming up momentarily having to do with the slap. We'll find out. (laughs) Slap heard across the world. But first, the HR Manifesto, huh? Let's see what the HR Manifesto has to say. So here's what happened next after I recently interviewed with a company. And in that initial interview, they shared with me that their hiring process would be 22 plus unpaid hours long (laughs) over a minimum of six weeks. Minimum. Again, best practice. Always ask about the hiring process. Always ask about their timeline. So just 45 minutes uh, after that first interview, they reached out to me uh, via email and they requested I continue in the process. So they were ready to get me scheduled. Uh, I respectfully and professionally declined, complimented them on their awesome technology. It's an early tech startup. Uh, but I shared, and I have my email up right here, in full disclosure, I'm hesitant to continue due to the length of the hiring process and its components among other things. So I'm absolutely at that point in my career where I no longer uh, see red flags as challenges, but as the warnings that they are. No, I'm over it. 
I agree with her. I agree with her 100%. Now, number one, the video is kind of odd, right? Because it's obvious that she did a voiceover and it's not synced properly and it bothered me. <laughs> but number two, um, she has a really good point. There's a lot of companies out there that are go, they go really crazy and really hard with the hiring process, not knowing that these are this is valuable time that you're taking up of this person. Either A, they're taking time off of work to interview with you, or B... It's just other things. They, it's it's just wasting their time. So I agree with her one hundred percent. Full agreeance across the board. Heading on over to our next clip. All right, this one is from Mentally Gone Studios. What a name! <laughs> All right, let's see what this one has to say. This is probably one of the craziest conspiracy theories oh, that love I this. have ever heard in my entire life. Everyone watching this right now, everybody you know, your parents, your family, your cousins, your aunts, your uncles, your friends is actually dead. No one is alive. But how is that possible, right? If everybody can feel pain, everybody can theoretically jump in front of a moving train, they can pinch themselves, they can hit themselves, they can inflict pain on others. How is it that we are all dead? So there are two well-known and documented things that we know happens to us after we are proclaimed clinically dead, meaning after the heart has stopped beating, right? Number one being that your whole life flashes right before your eyes and that's become cliche to say right you see it in movies you see it in cartoons you see it in novels and books whatever and number two being that your brain lives on for seven whole minutes after you've been proclaimed dead and in those seven minutes your brain is recreating memories in a dreamlike state and as einstein proclaimed time is relative right so time moves completely different for you when you're dead versus when you're alive. So those seven minutes for your brain after your death can vary anywhere from seven minutes to a hundred years and it all feels real because you're living in a dreamlike state. And this theory claims that we all died in 2012 when the Mayans had predicted the end of the world no. and we all collectively died instantly Stop. and then now we are all experiencing life through a shared consciousness and that's why there's the mandela effect because we're all trying to come together and recreate these memories as best as we can on a collective consciousness level <laughs> so some people will remember certain things as being a certain way and others will remember things being another way nothing is real no one is real everything is fake including me <laughs> Go ahead, man. <laughs> In a weird way that I cannot explain, that makes so much sense. And I cannot explain why that makes sense. I, 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 don't, I, I have no rationale to it. But considering how insignificant we are on this planet in the grand scheme of things, that has to make sense. I, 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 don't, know, I, I, I don't know how to explain what I'm processing right now, but to me... We are so tiny in this vast universe of billions and billions and billions and billions of stars that we have no idea what actually is in them. There has to be other realities there. So, yeah, it's it's it makes sense. What about you, JC? Yeah, I'm not that tiny. Go ahead. Tell that to my doctor. <laughs> the TikTok Roundup carries on. Heading on into our next clip. Ricky Baez. Wow. All right. This one is from not Andrew Moraine. <laughs> what that means. All right. Yeah, Let's check out what he has to say. He's walking around somewhere holding one of those earpiece thingies. Hey, no one gives a fuck about what you do. Oh. And I'm going to prove it to Pause you. Because once Pause you understand it. it fully, it changes your whole fucking life. And Pause how many it. things. Do- this clip has swearing. Continue. 
Thanks. And how many things do you not do in life because you're afraid of what someone's going to think of you or how you might be judged? For most people, it's the main reason why they don't do shit. For example, I have filmed thousands of videos walking through busy streets of New York and busy parks. You want to know how many people have come up to me and asked what I'm doing? Zero. I could even jump up on this bench right here. You know how many people are going to say something to me? None. I disagree with him. And I know a lot of you might be like, oh, that's just New York. Everyone minds their own business. No one talks to anyone. And if that's you, then I urge you, just give it a shot. Try it out. Test the theory. Do something weird. Do something you think you'll get judged for and see how many people say something. Uh-huh. Yeah, great advice, not Andrew Moraine. So, <laughs> so just run out into traffic. Nothing will happen. Yeah, okay, Nothing's thanks, Andrew. Happen. Yeah, nothing will yeah. happen. Hey, yeah. Open the door on the plane mid-flight. <laughs> nothing will happen. Yeah, thanks, Andrew. Yeah, <laughs> terrible idea. How many people are going to sue you now for terrible advice, Andrew? Right? I don't and know. And he says, PSA, public service announcement. Here's my thing. He he makes the claim that, the I guess, the only way people are thinking about you if if they say something. Right. Yeah. Just because they don't say something to you, it doesn't mean they're not thinking about you. Right. If I you mean, got up on the bench. No, hold on. If you got up on the bench and started talking like that, doing all crazy, I'm going to think that dude is an idiot. He's crazy. Am I going to go up to him? No. No, Why? you go the other he's way. Crazy. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. So people do care what he does. They just don't engage in conversation. It also comes down to different shit. parts of the country and different mindsets. I mean, if, if you are uh, stuck in a part of the country where you have no hope. Right. Every day that you live is a day that you live where you just have to go to work because you need to go to work to make the money to pay the bills. Then you have no hope. You know, you're not looking for a brighter future. You're not looking for a better way to do things in this world. You're not looking to connect with people. You're just living in a world of no hope. Other people live in a world where there's opportunity at their fingertips and they want to do more, touch more, see more, be more, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You know, I mean, here he's living free and being more in a place where most people are just uh, trying to probably get by. I don't that's, know. That's an, that's an interesting observation. You, you talked about people it might who be coming have up no in hope. our next clip, actually. One no, of but these. people who have no hope and people who have opportunities and their fingertips are living in the same space. It's interesting what you just said there. That's yeah, true. Right. It is, but the opportunity is there. It's, it's all the in the way that you perceive it. Of not. Yeah, it's all yep. all in the way that you perceive it. You know, I mean, you could you could run into a group of people that just have a toxic trait because trade associated with them, where everything is negative and they just continually like, you know, take the bad path and everything sucks and everything's terrible. Or they're trying to face it with rose colored glasses and and be very positive, but next thing you know. They're they're more deeply ingrained into your world, and it's just this toxic toxicity. That's it's a weird takeover. I don't know. You, Some people you called feel bad it for them. Do I? No, mm-hmm. no. Everyone's yeah. different. Everyone's yeah. different. Everyone does their things. It's 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 all down to the way that you choose to live, as well as the way that you were brought up. And and as long as you're nimble enough to understand that everyone's different and everyone could have the different perspectives. I mean, you're, you're doing your part, you know, can you feel bad for someone because they feel a sort of, why would you? That's the way that they choose to feel. However, what you could do is feel positive for the person that they are comfortable in knowing who they are. And that is the way that they choose to live. And that is how they want to be. So feel good for them. I mean, I don't feel good for them. I used to feel bad. Feel for good them. for them. Feel good you, for them. No, why? Yeah, why? yeah, it, because it, that's what they want. 
From, no, not really. It, it, it's They may want something else, and they're just comfortable with their surroundings. They just don't have the will to actually do something about it, right? They have to want the will to do something about it. They can want it all day. I can wish that I get $5 million tomorrow, but if I don't play the lotto, that's just not going to happen. Bro. Exactly. I got to do so something about if it. If you're not playing the lotto, then you are consciously choosing a path, and I feel good for you that you chose your path. You're comfortable in your decision. <laughs> Don't complain to me about the fact that you didn't win the lotto anymore. I don't want to hear it. No, I agree. I'm comfortable yeah. for you. I feel good for you that you chose not to. Yeah, but dude, I want to win $5 million. Yeah, that's not my problem. Stop talking about it. I'm not comfortable. If you're talking to me about you bitching about not winning the lottery, you're not playing. I'm uncomfortable. So shut up. Go go over there. <laughs> Do your no, thing over no, there. No, no, so. no. I'm very comfortable for you. I'm so comfortable for you that we should not talk about it anymore because you already made your I'm, choice. I'm comfortable with that. Yeah, I'm good with that. All right, DJ Hunt official. Let's see what this guy has to say while drinking a monster energy drink. All right. J.K. Rowling did not write a masterpiece. She wrote Star Wars with sucky lightsabers. What? It is, so, it is a direct ripoff of Star Wars. I am positive of it. Have you ever looked at them side by side? Oh, what do we have here? It's, great. it's a young male orphaned protagonist who, for his own safety, has been sent to live with his aunt and uncle until a mysterious bearded stranger, who was actually the one to deliver him to his aunt and uncle when he was a baby, comes into his life and starts to teach him about this ancient kind of magic. Granted, he's going to learn a lot more about this magic from an older, wiser wizard who's high most of the time. <laughs> Regardless, his uncle is totally against this magic stuff. He won't even tell him what really happened to his parents. But against his uncle's wishes, he leaves home for the very first time, makes some new friends, meets a pretty, impetuous young girl. And though there will be an odd sexual tension between the two of them throughout, he will only ever love her like a sister while she struggles with the feelings that she has for his best friend, the scruffy comic relief. <laughs> that is great, dude. That is She totally ripped awesome. it off. I know. So what does that tell you? George Lucas does Star Wars, billionaire. J.K. Rowling does um, Harry Potter, billionaire. What's the common denominator here? Rip off George Lucas. That's what you got to do. Just come up with some kind of a story. Do it differently. Instead of Harry Potter, we'll do Juan Contreras from Puerto Rico. Right? Wasn't, he lives with his uncle. <laughs> wasn't, uh, wasn't George Lucas accused of... of uh Stealing the concept from the Bible? No. Are you Where sure? Where did you hear that? Oh, uh, there's a story. I mean, I'm not sure. It's an interesting sure. story for another time. I know that George Lucas used the uh, the events of World War II to influence uh, the Empire and everything. So that I know. I didn't know he got accused of plagiarism. Interesting. Things. Moving on to our next clip. All right, here's the next one. This is Mir Jeshli. Oh, you got tagged on this one, too, brah. <laughs> I did? Yeah. Right, let's check this one out. Let's see what she has to say. This is a fantastic question. So if you're applying for a job, how would HR even know where to find you on social media if you don't give them your usernames? And um, also, why should you care if you're not doing anything wrong? I'm going to get to all of that. But first, let me tell you that about 80% of employers will look at potential candidates' social media in some capacity during the hiring process. And between 40 and 50% of employers right now will admit, admit is the key word, to looking at their current employees' social 
social media profiles. I'm also going to post like a part two where somebody in the comment section of that video said they that they didn't think I could find anything on them and I'm going to show you exactly what I found and I literally only spent five minutes doing it. But to answer your question, first of all, they're going, it depends on the size of the company. So if it's like 20 or less employees, probably the owner is going to do it uh, to look for you or if it's a big company, they can hire, they can outsource that to an entire company or someone who just does OSINT, which is open source intelligence and um, that's anything that's available publicly online for people to look at. So this is just how I would do it and people do it all different ways with OSINT. So I'm going to have your name and your birth date where you went to school, things like that. I'll look at your LinkedIn page. I'll probably do a reverse image search to see where else oh you pop God. up. Then I'm going to go to Facebook. Um, a lot of people don't know, like if you're on the web version, uh, just on an app, if you look at the URL, sometimes your username will be at the very end or I can look in the page source to get your Facebook ID number. Yes, you do have one. Um, and I can find some things out about you there. If I can't find a lot, um, I could look at um, other public records to maybe see who you're married to or you know that type of thing. And I could look them up and maybe they've dropped a clue about maybe you have a blog or a YouTube channel or that type of thing. So that's how I'm going to start out. Honestly, it really isn't that hard for me to find your social media. But then what I'm going to do is use your email address or any other ones I find on social media uh-huh. and go to haveibeenpwned.com, put that in, and that will tell me, show me any data breaches with that email address so I can see like any websites you've been on and it might show me um, some of your interests. Believe it or not, some employers will ask for your credentials to... I'm annoyed. All right, okay. so here's um, my gig with yeah, this one real quick, Rick, is uh, if, if she's... That's a lot. Like, okay, two-part here? No. <laughs> Are you are you an employer that's ever gone to that extent on on researching a candidate? I I see it's I I like how she said employers admit keyword admit what like if they did something wrong. There's nothing I it, for, from my professional opinion. There's nothing if you put the stuff out there, it's open for anybody to see. You're okay with it. Excellent right? point. Excellent point. So yeah. to employees that are hearing this for the first time and. Finally, understanding and realizing that this is what employers are doing to make a determination as to whether or not they're going to hire you. I guess this open information goes both ways. So if you learn or find out who the CEO is and where they live, if you want to stop by and bring coffee, I think that I don't know. <laughs> hey, why is the candidate parked outside my house for the fourth night? In a row? I don't know. You know, uh, like, those are apples and oranges, brother. Are they apples and oranges? Is this I? I don't know. I, every candidate I interview, How about this I one? always look them How up on this LinkedIn. One? What always. If, what if they find out who like the CEO or recruiter or people are in advance and or maybe even who they're hiring with in advance and then they research you and then they show up, you invite them in the room, they sit down and they ask you, hey, Rick, how was your recent trip to Tennessee? I really liked when you put the orange shirt on last Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you're really interested in, in in my position in this role. Awesome. Extremely. I didn't think he was interested at all. That's great. <laughs> what else did you see? Did you see my work ethic? Did you see what else I can do? <laughs> no, dude. Apples and oranges, man. If you show up at somebody's house, you're going to get shot at. <laughs> if you're in Florida, that's what's going to happen. You're going to get shot at? Um, if you come into my house, you break in. No one said go say into your house. Like if someone well, wanted to bring you coffee. This went from stop by and say hi and bring him coffee to like, (laughs) I'm going to shoot him in the street. You're a true Florida man. 
I like how you think just showing up unannounced, somebody doesn't know. Yeah, real Ned Flanders. Know, here's some coffee. Honey that hole. is not. Hey there. Absolutely not, dude. Hi there, Ricky. I don't even open my door if somebody I know knocks if they show up unannounced. Oh, here it no, is. I'm sorry. Amazon delivery. Leave it at, leave it at the door. I'll pick it up later. Is Efren Baez here? <laughs> <laughs> just right. leave it at the door and walk away bud that's what you gotta do oh my gosh did you see those videos of the uh the amazon driver that drops something off and then the lady's like Ooh. yelling at him through the yes. camera and stuff. <laughs> is it here she's is like, it here it should be i think it's in the list here and he's all oh. like she's like don't drop it there i saw you drop it she's like he's he's all like uh yeah no watch me kick this you know and he kicked yeah, it yeah. doesn't think <laughs> It's so funny. It's so funny. So good. I don't think it's in here. Nah. I don't think it's in here. Nah, okay. yeah, all right. All right. What all do right, we got next? Keeping up with Elon, Mr. Elon. This is three minutes, bro. Well, give me right. a minute and then let's yeah, get yeah, out yeah, of yeah, it. That's it. And we're done. Yeah. Someone like Elon Musk. I mean, the hell do you make of someone like that? How's one guy able to do so much? And because he's one of our great geniuses and we have to protect our genius. This guy's know? landing rockets. You know, he's landing rockets on, 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 you know, robot, robot drone rafts in the ocean. I think what Elon's done with Tesla is fantastic. I think, uh, Elon's absolutely fixated on going to Mars. And, uh, and that is, is almost, I think is, it's his life mission. And, um, you know, you can respect Elon Musk for his genius, but you have to really respect it because he puts every cent that he has on the line. So you own a winner. You own a Tesla. Absolutely. Well, I mean, what about the he's one of our very smart people they, they said he, he's sleeping on the floor of the tesla factory mm-hmm. while they're trying to uh get production ready i think that he is you know probably the most important um entrepreneur on the planet but honestly after sitting down and talking to him i, I... so ironically enough i've had conversations with some people this past week about elon yeah um and these folks were my age 40 and above and I was shocked to to hear to find out that they're terrified about what he's doing. They're afraid about all the stuff he's working on, which I get it. He's working about implanting chips in people's heads and doing all these things, right? And uploading your emotional states into the cloud. And he's doing a lot of crazy stuff. But I was just I was really shocked at the people that were afraid of that. And I thought I was the crazy one because I'm like, the dude is doing it, man. He's on a different level. I think that kind of intellect, that kind of work ethic, that passion he has for what he's working on, stuff like that should be celebrated and highlighted to give, you know, a lot of influence to the little kids, to the future growing up who wants to do stuff like that. I remember when I first saw four or five years ago, I first saw that rocket that 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 it went up and then it landed on a freaking drone in the middle of the ocean. Everybody's clapping. I still got goosebumps every time I see that because I never thought I'd see something like that. And that's because he's taking risk, man. People like him, he's different. He's in a different level. People say he's an alien and or a robot. I don't know. <laughs> All I know is that we should celebrate that kind of intellect and work ethic. What do you think? Yeah, I no, I'm with you on that one. Do me a favor though. I, I want to move forward real quick. Let's let's skip over the next one, which is uh, Jordan George, and uh, let's go Jordan, to the one Jordan after that about Peterson. Smith uh, Smith Rock. The Smith George, Rock, the uh, next one down underneath Jordan George. Smith Rock. That one's uh, Jordan Peterson. Peterson, not George. <laughs> Completely different. There we go. Hold on. Play it, bro. It's playing, man. 
It's going. Change up. Keep my wife's name <laughs> out your fucking mouth. to this tiktok is jc jc no j crew raps oh j crew raps and he says what have i created that is really good i can i can i can imagine there's a myself lot of vulgarity into in a there. club well i mean duh this is this is uh tiktok roundup i could just imagine going into the club and that's blasting right you go to the bartender let me get two for ones boom there we go then go to the floor big punk comes in and then this comes on that is awesome speaking about that slap <laughs> you've been waiting Hold you've on. been waiting forever to talk about this go ahead oh dude let's hear this one let's see this one this is this is will smith hold on this is some guy talking here he doesn't let me reset here we go this is 3c films about this but here's something that's affecting will smith's career ever since what happened at the oscars it's being reported that bad boys 4 was in active development with will smith but because of what happened at the oscars the movie is on hold and now they're unsure if it'll get made Okay, I know Uh-oh. people are sick and tired of hearing about this, but the backlash continues. The backlash no pun continues. Intended. Oh, <laughs> no <laughs> pun intended, dude. I mean, look, I don't care whose camp you're in, but it, it's. I was talking to my students about this this week, right? Because there is an HR element to this, and the HR element is that it's it's something that I saw and it materialized throughout the week. My big question was, why is he still there? Why has he not been removed? And that baffled me because I'm like, why? why? And, and at the end, they, they gave him the most prestigious award of the night. They gave him a standing ovation and he made it all about himself, was crying, apologizing to everybody except the person he was really supposed to apologize to. Now, as time went on, they conducted an investigation. The Academy Awards, the, the Academy said it would take two weeks <laughs> to investigate. I'm like, investigate what? Everybody saw it, and I think the LAPD. He resigned. Um, he 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 uh, stepped down I from the that. academy as of today. Um, I just sent you another one right there during the uh, during the live huya here uh, in regards to the Will Smith thing. This is Jim Carrey's uh, feedback on that one, though, as well. Should you desire, a lot of people, a lot of people were trending with this one too. It's, it's pretty. It. It's pretty powerful. And by the standing ovation, there we go. I felt like Hollywood is just spineless on mass and uh it just it really felt like oh this is a really clear indication that uh, we're not the cool club anymore there was some question today about if anyone else had walked from the audience and done that they would have been escorted out by yep. security or maybe even arrested the police asked asked chris if he to file charges they asked chris do you want to file charges and chris apparently said no he did not he doesn't want the hassle i i'd have, I'd have uh, for announced this morning that I was suing Will for $200 million because that video is going to be there forever. It's going to be ubiquitous. You know, that insult is going to last a very long time. If you want to yell from the audience and disapprove or, 
show a disapproval or say something on Twitter or whatever, you, you know, you do not have the right to, to walk up on stage and smack somebody in the face because they said words. No, no, I agree. I, I think we all agree on that. I just thought, Jim, that it escalated to that. You know what I mean? That it escalated to that level. It didn't escalate. It came out of nowhere because Will has something going on inside him that's frustrated. And I, I, I wish him the best. I really do. I don't, I don't, you know, mm-hmm. I don't have anything against Will Smith. He's done great mm-hmm. things. All right. I'll stop it there. It, it's, it's it, obviously there are two camps, but from an HR perspective, later on it, throughout the week during the investigation was happening, um, it came out that the police were called. Will Smith was asked to leave. He declined. The police asked Chris Rock if he wanted to press charges. He said no. I agree with Jim Carrey's take about how horrible this is and that shouldn't have happened. I don't agree in his response on what he would have done. I think Chris Rock did an amazing job of composing himself, and he remained a professional throughout the entire time and didn't make a bad situation worse by responding with physical violence. Now, the fact that he was allowed to stay, Chris didn't want to to press charges. The producer should have said, cool, please remove him. That's what the producer should have done. Because had this been a corporate event, JC, let's say you were standing up on stage at a corporate event that you and I got hired to do. And somebody comes up and smacks you for something you said. What I would do as that HR person is have that person removed. We are going to press charges. If you're not going to do it, we're going to do it. Because we have to send a strong message, that kind of action is not going to be tolerated at work. And that person is going to lose their job. That's what should have happened. But nobody did that at the Academy Awards. And it's a black eye on Will Smith, on everybody. That's what I I said. I. I. That's what I said. That's what I said. Black eye. On everybody that worked so hard to get to that night. And they were supposed to be, he took that all away. And it's also a, a, a bad judgment on the producers on, on that night because they should have taken action to remove him. Here's they two more have. clips in the uh, queue there for you on the Will Smith topic while you're on it. Things that were waiting in the wings for your, uh, for your pleasure today. Comedians what? roasting Will Smith. The Will Smith situation. Define tonight as uncomfortable. No, I define tonight as, as success. What First you- of all, I've seen a man stand up for his wife, which we don't see that much in With the same haircut as you. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly you are what. just as bad. I was sickened. I was sickened by the standing ovation. I felt like Hollywood is just spineless. <laughs> While he's promoting Sonic 2. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> you making fun of a guy that won Best Actor. His buddy here promoting Sonic 2. And he's Dr. Eggman. <laughs> Which I'm, going viral for their- which I'm gonna see <laughs> i'm gonna see them in a couple of weeks <laughs> nice nice very good and then i, I think there's Sonic. one more in that queue for you this was i believe the last tiktok that will smith posted five days ago heading, in, heading into the oscars this was his last tiktok posted got it everyone god has let me live another day and i am about to make it everyone's problem <laughs> Morning, everyone. So, okay, that's that's his interesting. It's interesting. This is Will Smith's actual account, and he subcaptions this. Got got all dressed up to choose chaos, (laughs) and this is before the event. This is before the event, Rick. 
I'm trying to see if somebody else did so, this and they they did the oh this is Will Smith he did no, this this is him he wow. really did this so him and his wife they take this picture they do the video they chose chaos right and and now there was actual literal chaos that took place so you have to ask yourself like was it planned but did Chris Rock know Chris Rock definitely didn't know he had no idea he had no idea what was about to happen. Did Will Smith and Jada have a, have an idea that they're going to do something beforehand? I I don't know. I don't know. It's How intriguing. How disconnected can you be How from it, reality? Can they you be put to this think that's post okay? out that they're going to create chaos? They went and they created chaos. Oh, this is not aging well for him. This post is not going to age well for him. Um, it's but the, JC, there's a lot of people out there who still think that Chris Rock is in on this, and I do not understand that rationale. If I was Chris Rock, I would never agree to any kind of scenario where I'm going to be made to look like Boo Boo the Fool. I want to hear that's from, what happened. I want to hear from like DJ Jesse Jeff. I I want to know like, his perspective. Poor guy. You know, he's still in the back trying to be noticed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, that's and, that's all we had yeah. in the queue. Do you have anything else over on your end? No, anything no, else I'm you want to hit while we're here? No, not really, man. Just, just, dude. If there's any violence in your office, you got to remove it immediately. Do not do what the Oscars did and just let the shit happen. It's it's bad juju. Take the violence out. This has been HR Talks TikTok Roundup. Our pleasure being him for you, and we'll see you again next week. That's a lot of horse crap. <laughs>